there are those who have homes all over the world, the rich and the famous, so that they can vacation anywhere. Rather, it's an island in the South Pacific, or a mountaintop in Alaska, or a valley in Yosemite, or a desert in Sahara. Yes, they want to be able to fly anywhere in the world and have a place to stay. Well, have you ever heard of GSTC, God's Soul Development Company? That is a company that constructs and deconstructs the souls of mankind to ensure that God has a well-built, safe, clean, pure place that reflects his taste, his likes, and his comfort, where he can go anywhere, anytime, and live. Are you made? Are you a home, a soul, built by God's Soul Development Company? Or are you dilapidated and condemned? A place that he has to deconstruct. Ask yourself, do you want to be a place where God can live? I want to talk about God's Soul Development Company, GSDC, God's Soul. He is the sole proprietor, developing souls, constructing them, and destructing them. That is, if you've been yellow tagged or red tagged, he's got developments all over the world, headquartered in Yerushalayim, Israel. And what does he do? Develop souls. The construction of them. The planning, the building, the layout, the square footage. Some of them are franchised to some degree. The floor plan is similar in most of them. They are coastal, desert, mountain, rural, urban communities, as well as the islands of the sea. They cover every square inch of the planet. They come in various shapes, sizes, and colors. And it's very exact. His foremen, his supervisors, his labor force, it's a Levim Kohenim, the chosen to call out the priesthood under the Aharonic order. And their job is to carry out the specificity, the specs, the design plans that he has put forth. And he's very specific and exacting about where and how, how much, what materials to use and when to use them. He has a designated regiment this is outlined, by the way, in Shemot, Book of Exodus, 
the details of who does what and with what do they do it with. The kind of materials he supplies, he really loves acacia wood, gold and bronze, and purple and blue are his favorite colors, particularly when it's woven into the curtains and coverings. He's also in charge of catering, besides what pieces of what animals are used and how they are to be cooked. Where and when and how much and what, e and what, what breed and what particular sex to use. The utensils are provided as well and they are detailed, custom made. Everything down to the oven, the altar and the fire, the fragrance, the perfumes, the colognes, his special recipe, only authorized to use for his intended purposes. And the measurements of these things, how high, how wide, the breadth, the depth, the width, all of that determined by God. The plan's already laid out. All we have to do is execute it. We don't even have to think. He's designed it all. And it works when you follow the schematics that he's put forth. Now you work for companies, developing companies, builders, residential, commercial, retail, skyscrapers, malls, distribution centers, warehouses, manufacturing plants. Surely you understand what it takes to lay out the infrastructure for such a venture. Surely you understand why foremen are needed and surveyors. Surely you understand the need for contractors and skilled workers else your buildings would fall apart, wouldn't they? The skyscrapers would collapse so easily. Everything, how do you supply the energy and the resources needed to sustain it? And it's very exacting if you're in construction or engineering or any of the infrastructure services for cities, planned communities, Gated, there's gates as well. And yet, none of you would amend those instructions at the risk of having to face lawsuits for using poor material. Some of you have. You wouldn't be able to charge those exorbitant prices for your luxurious offices and apartment spaces, would you? Or your home development like KB Homes and others like them. BlackRock and others like them. Companies that go all over the country and all over the world. If you didn't have a reputation for being able to replicate and emulate that so they all look the same, with the same kind of quality. Engineering, construction, 
well-built, well-made, and aesthetically beautiful, appealing, and reliable to sustain life, to justify the investment that people are gonna put in order to occupy, rent, or purchase it. What you are willing to do in engineering construction for things that will burn down, collapse, or flood it, things that can be eaten by termites, what you're willing to do with your hard hats, thinking you were Mr. Big because you built a bridge, yet God's engineering company, God's soul development company for your soul to develop you, to put in the wiring, the woodwork, to make it look beautiful with the carpentry and the painters, making sure you've got a good foundation and a good roof and space to grow and expand and move. You cut his corners all the time. You don't watch his specs as all and you don't even care about being sued over it or what might happen to destroy the soul. But for that house and for that bridge and for that new road, you go the extra mile. You even work overtime to get it done, particularly when you are under a bond measure, incentivized by that measure. Extra money if you complete it before the designated time. And you work your workers to the bone. You do whatever it can do in order to make it happen. And you're proud of that work. You put your name on it. And the Lord has put his name on us. But we don't like his specs, his specificity of instruction. Rather, it's how we give our money, our time, on our knees in prayer, our study, our mitzvahs, our work, our manifestation of those works in our community, in life, amongst those where we work in the office or play with at the beach or in the gym or on the golf course or basketball court or wherever you are, in the grocery store, wherever you go in the mall, in your shopping, in your travel. You break his rules of construction all the time. You should already be red tag, yellow tag. You should already be condemned. And no one should be living in that soul building. But you've got a lot of people, mostly squatters. It's not worthy of anything livable. So people that are strung out on drugs and sex and alcohol, sports and fun and hedonism and craziness, atheism, agnosticism, that's who lives in that condemned building of you, that thing you call a soul. But you go around house hunting, don't you, for what man has built and you want it done right particularly when you are custom building your homes. Oh, how you demand the contractor goes the extra mile and you will hold him accountable. Yet who's going to hold you accountable for what you've done with God's schematic, without his architectural plan, what you've done to cut corners and use cheap materials on building your soul. You're cheap, all right and you are thieves. You say what it's costing, you pocket the money. 
you keep some under the table and you tell people what it's going to cost when it costs less to get more money in your pocket. God gives more than you could ever take. And so you go the extra mile for man, for your boss, for the woman. But how many will go the extra mile for God? No. And you dare say you believe in him. You should have kept your mouth shut. Believing in God comes with an action plan that follows. It's actionable. It's not some ethereal, wanna wish I could. You cannot believe in God and not serve him. That would make you a demon. It's belief with proof. Can't work for a company without the proof. You work for the Lord. Just like baking a cake, a recipe for a sauce. Just follow the recipe. He doesn't need your confusion fusion like the Ford Fusion. Follow the recipe. He doesn't want a hybrid. The best food is simply made properly. It doesn't have to be fancy. It's beautiful, most beautiful in its purest form. When it's not overly sauced, overly colored, overly flavored, and filled with nutrients because it's with good material that you're using. Sturdy, reliable, built to last. So my only question, is why do you cheat God's so development company? Why do you use cheap materials? Why do you not work? Why do you not follow his plan, his schematic, his design? It's for your benefit. It's to give you a great house to live in, a great spiritual home to live in, so it doesn't have to be condemned to hell. Something that's built to last. Think about it and follow God's instruction. There's a leak in this old building, and my soul has got to move. Oh, my soul. This old building, y'all, and my soul has got to move. I got another building, a building not made, not made by man. This old building keeps on leaning, y'all, and my soul has got to move. Yeah, my soul has got to This old building keeps on leaning, y'all, and my soul has got 
falling in a midnight hour. We've been made, but endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning if you hold on. The Bible says that at midnight, Paul and Silas they begin to praise and sing to the Lord. So sing on, sing on. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Remember, in the days of old, the Lord dwelt in a tabernacle, his presence, wood and gold and bronze that they carried. But after the promise of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit fell on the day of Pentecost. And Stephen was stoned as he preached this message to the Sanhedrin. It's not the flesh, but the soul 
that he wants to occupy. It's not a temple that he never asked for, but allowed David to build to honor his name. For the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He wants to dwell in us. We are the house that he builds. And except the Lord builded the house, those that build, build in vain. We labor for nothing. He stands at the door of that house and knocks. Whosoever will, let him come in. And he will come in. Just open the door. What is the door? But your will. But prepare yourself to be a sanctuary like the tabernacle, a place that is sanctified and clean and pure, a place for him to come and dwell. That house that he built for his glory to dwell is you and I. That he dwells in me, that he flows through me, that I become a place where God can rest and when we become a place where God can rest and abide, then we will be able to abide and rest in him. He wants to be able to abide, to dwell, to live with us. Let's give him a workspace and a rest space a place where Father can enjoy. And if we do that, then eventually in the world to come, we will find that in his Father's house are many mansions and he's preparing a heavenly place in that new world order by God a place built by God for you and for I to dwell without King. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me, he said. In my Father's house are many rooms. And he's gone to prepare it. Our eternal home He's building personally and preparing for us. Our temporal home, we join him in that construction here on this planet, on this side of eternity, to give our Lord a holy place to live between our ears, in our thought life, and in our heart life. And the hands and feet will follow.
longing for the power of your scepter Earthly thrones where kings have said I want to be used by you I want to be used by you I want to be used by you
second I said, I hear You ran away when I wanted you near And in your shame, your love found your fear In the smallest trace, look for me In the hardest race, run with me In your slowest pace, you can walk with me I wanted you with me I wanted you with me Yeah, yeah Be with me 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 I want you to be with me Wanted to hold you closer No matter your doubts or pain can change me In a crowded space, a lonely place I'll always see your face You can count on me that I'll be there Cause I wanted you with me Thing that I want the most from you. 